Those joining online, please join in worshiping with us today. There's nothing worth more that could ever come close. Nothing can compare your living home, your presence, Lord. I've tasted and seen of the sweetest of loves when my heart becomes free. And my shame is undone Your presence, Lord Holy Spirit, you are welcome here Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere your glory, God, is what our hearts long for, to be overcome by your presence, Lord. Your presence, Lord. Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for. To be overcome by your presence, Lord. Your presence, Lord. There's nothing worth more that could ever come close. No thing can compare. Your are living hope. Your presence, Lord. I've tasted and seen of the sweetest of loves when my heart becomes free and my shame is undone. Your presence, Lord. There's nothing worth more that could ever come close, nothing can compare, you're our living hope, your presence, Lord. I've tasted and seen of the sweetest of loves. When my heart becomes free and my shame is undone, your presence, Lord, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for, to be overcome by your presence. Lord, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for, to be over.
overcome by your presence, Lord. Your presence, Lord.
your word will come to pass. My heart will sing your praise again. Jesus, you're still enough. Keep me within your love. My heart will sing your praise again. Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness. Still in your hands, this is my confidence. You've never failed me yet. Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness. Faithfulness, I'm still in your hands. This is my confidence. You've never failed me yet. Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness. Faithfulness, I'm still in your hands. This is my confidence, you never failed me yet. Never failed us, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you for your faithfulness. seen you move, you'll move the mountains, and I believe I'll see you do it again. You made a way when there was no way, and I believe I'll see you do it again. I've seen you move, you move the mountains, and I believe I'll see you do it again. You made a way when there was no way. And I believe I'll see you do it again. I've seen you move. You move the mountains. And I believe I'll see you do it again. You made a way. If there was no way, and I believe, I'll see you do it again. Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness, faithfulness. I'm still in your hands. This is my confidence. Thank you, Jesus. You have never failed me. Thank you for your faithfulness. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, your promises, Lord, are always kept. Hallelujah. Thank you for those promises that we can cling to, Lord, that we can have confidence in. We have confidence in you. We have confidence in your word, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You give life, you are love, you bring light to the dark. Restore every heart that 
worship God, can we? Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. You are an awesome God. You are a mighty King. We give glory and honor unto the Most High today. You alone are great and greatly to be praised. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for your manifest presence in this house this morning. Thank you, Jesus, for the opportunity you've given us to enter closer to you, to become more like you today. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. You have blessed us you have provided for us. You have saved us. You have delivered us. Hallelujah, Jesus. You have provided all things for your people, and you have been altogether faithful to us. Thank you, Jesus. You have been altogether faithful to the promises you've given us in your word. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. You are an awesome God. You are a wondrous Savior. We give glory and honor unto you today. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. He's a great God, church. He is a glorious God. Hallelujah, Jesus. We do give honor and glory unto the Most High. We worship and praise our Lord and Savior this morning. Thank you, Jesus, for this opportunity you've given us. You are altogether good. You are altogether great and greatly to be praised. 
Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. What a great God we serve. He is so good to us. Amen. Uh, you can be seated for a moment. <clears throat> this service, in uh, keeping with the theme of the week, is going to be a little different. Uh, this is going to be uh, kind of a vision casting uh, service. Uh, a little bit more informal, a little bit less preachy or teachy, but uh, uh, I did want an opportunity to give to the church what God has given to me. And, uh, in fact, uh, the second time we were down here, uh, Sister DeMuth asked me kind of point blank, <laughs> which I appreciate, by the way. Uh, so, uh, what's your vision? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, I wanted to share it. But uh, I, I felt like, you know, that's, that's a pastoral thing to do, and I wasn't the pastor yet, so I felt like that might be a little bit overstepping my bounds at that point in time. Uh, so I didn't, but Sister DeMuth, here it is. <laughs> Amen. Uh, fittingly, Proverbs 29.18 says, Where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. So, uh, our vision, uh, as we present this, uh, this will be, I'm going to present to you the end goal where I believe God wants us to be somewhere out there. Okay? That's not going to happen this year. Okay, so just keep that in mind. This is going to be a process and we're going to have to be patient and uh, all of those things. But... Uh, so that I'll be presenting that first, and then uh, the the short term, the midterm, then hopefully a one year. Okay, um, but long term, I'm very to say that I'm excited would be an understatement. Um, and when I told Brother Jacobs last Sunday that, that his message was, was spot on, uh, you'll pro <clears throat> probably know why at the end of this. But uh, the mission of the Wisconsin District, uh, indeed the, the whole UPCI, their mission is uh, to uh, train new ministers, plant new churches, and propagate the gospel to the whole world by the whole church. So, uh, as a church, as a local church body here in La Crosse, we're going to do our part to help move that vision forward. And so, uh, we're going to need to do three things. First thing we need to do is determine where we're headed. All of this is going to make perfect sense. Uh, if you plan a trip, we all do this. Uh, if I were going to go to Anchorage, Alaska, for example... Um, I need to know that that's where I'm going, right? Makes sense. Also need to determine where I'm starting from. Because the, the route's going to be different if I'm in Florida versus uh, Moscow, Russia. It's going to be a little bit different path uh, in those two areas. So we need to determine where we're at. And then at that point, we can determine exactly how we're going to get from where we're at to where we need to be. So, the long-term plan, where I believe God wants us to be eventually. I mean, this is, this is what we're shooting for. And I've got to say, I've never been to a church that is like this. Uh, I don't know if we'll ever get here, but this is what we're always going to be striving for. Okay? The first thing we want to do is, is, is develop a strong mother church. And that's strong spiritually, numerically, financially. And what I mean by that is a, uh, and you'll probably see where I'm going with this in a moment, a strong mother church uh, spiritually, okay? We need to have people in our congregation that are spiritual. They know how to pray. They know how to fast. They know how to touch the throne of God. 
They know how to pray with someone. They're not afraid to share their testimony. Uh, God uses them. That's what I mean by strong spiritually. Okay? Um, I've been a part of churches. You may have too. Uh, there's a lot of people in the church. Just not a lot of spirituality. Churches are filled with people today who are hanging on by a thread from service to service. They can barely drag themselves in through the door because they don't have a prayer life. They don't read God's Word. They get everything that they do get from a service. And we can't... If we're if this is all we're getting, we're not going to make it. Okay? Uh so we got to have our own prayer life. We got to have a, a, a devotional life of our own. We got to fall in love with God's word. And so, strong spiritually, strong numerically, uh, because not because of reports, not because of uh, bragging rights, but because numbers are souls. We want as many souls to come in as we could possibly get. I want everybody in Lacrosse to be saved, and I know you guys do too. I know God does. Uh, I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but that's the goal. That's what we're, that's what we're striving for. And so, uh, we want to be strong numerically because, well, I'll explain that in a moment. Uh, and financially. We want to be strong financially. We're strong financially right now. We want to stay that way. Uh, because if we're strong financially, and we're going to have the resources to fund other works. We're going to have the resources to train other people, other ministers, other teams. And uh, so as a mother church, we want to be strong. We want to be rock solid because we want to birth other churches. That's what we want to do. We want great supernatural faith. Okay? Faith to see miracles, signs, and wonders. We talked this morning about uh, apostolic ministry. That's one of the things that always accompanied the apostles. Miracle signs and wonders. Faith to see revival in our city. It's, it's great to preach. It really is. And it's fun and it's exciting. But on Monday morning, Tuesday afternoon, can I still believe that God's going to do something awesome in lacrosse? Uh, it's not always easy to see what God wants to do and to believe God for that. So we want to maintain that that sense of urgency, that sense of excitement, that faith, that expectancy, that God's going to do something awesome here. And faith in God to lead us where he wants us to be, even through the tough times. Now, the path from here to there is not going to be probably a straight path. Uh, When God led Israel out of Egypt... That was just a weird, weird path. Uh, Exactly. Yep. There was a reason for it, but it it certainly wasn't a direct route. And so uh, he may very well lead us along a similar path. Okay. And we're not, we may not necessarily always see the results we want to see when we want to see them. But. If we maintain our vision, we maintain our focus and our trust and our faith in God who gave us this vision and who wants us to be where we're headed, we can expect that that's exactly where we're going to end up. Now, it, most likely, as Brother Richard said, if we're, if we're going on a weird path or a detour or a, a route, it's probably because that's what's needed. We have to go through something as a church to get to where we need to be. So, just, it's exciting now to talk about, but it may not always be exciting in the middle of it. But it can still be exciting if we maintain our our vision, our focus on the goal. Okay. So we want a strong mother church. We want great supernatural faith. We want to train ministry teams. And uh, the reason we're doing ministry teams is because what we're going to do once we get to that point is we are going to send ministry teams out to a city to start another work. 
when we send pioneer evangelists out, and that's the way it's been done for, I think, ever. It, that, that model is changing now. But it always used to be you'd send a family to, to Timbuktu and go ahead and plant a church there. And that's, I mean, they were all by themselves. That's what they did. And rise, fall, somewhere in between, it was all on them. I would rather send a whole ministry team, not just the pastor and his wife, but a worship leader, uh, musicians, Sunday school teachers, ushers, you know, whatever is needed for that church to, to, to grow rapidly. And what I would also like to do, if we can, if we're in a position to do so, is if there are families already located in that area that are attending our church, we can send them as well, if they're willing to do so, and support that new pastor and support that new work. Because here's the thing. We are growing the kingdom of God. That's what we're growing. We are advancing the kingdom of God. Now, I want to see a strong church here. We all do. And we're going to see that. We are absolutely going to see that. Because I promise you this. I've seen it time and again. We send people out. God's going to bring people here. In everything, there's no way you can outgive God. We send ministry teams out. We're going to get ministry teams back from somewhere else. I, I've seen it too many times to, to doubt it in any, in any way. Uh, so we're not worried about that. We send finances that way. God's going to send finances back this way because we're stewards, right? <clears throat> Those aren't our people. Those are God's people. And if he wants them to go somewhere else, uh, catch and release. You guys have heard that, right? That's going to be our motto here. Catch and release. We want to bring them in. We want to train them, equip them. And then if God is willing, we're going to send them back out. If God is willing, we'll get to keep them right here. That'd be great too. <clears throat> but if we, if God wants them to go somewhere else, we're going to, we're going to just do what God wants us to do. And we're going to trust him that, that he's going to bless us for that. Amen. So, we're going to train ministry teams. And those ministry teams are going to plant churches all throughout La Crosse here, La Crosse County, and maybe even beyond. Okay? I want to see this county evangelized. The city for sure, but also the entire county. <clears throat> This county is, is ripe. It's white already to harvest. Amen. And God is going to use you and me to do exactly that. But first we need to assess exactly where we're at. And that can be, that can be exciting and it can be disappointing and it can be Surprising, uh, it can be all of the above. Uh, my wife and and I, my family, have been coming here exactly one week today, uh, so I don't know everything and everyone, uh, every situation going on in the church yet. But over the next several months, uh, that's that's going to be one of my focuses is to to get together with people, talk with all of you. Uh, I want I want to I want to hear your testimony first of all. Uh, but I also want to hear your burden. I want to hear what God has been speaking to you about. I want to hear what your passions are uh, spiritually. And uh, just to get to know you guys and to see if there's anything my, my family and I can do uh, to minister or to bless you guys in any way. That's why we're here. Um, I, I am your servant. That is what this is. I'm here to serve you. And I... I I'm going to take that very seriously. Um, other men uh, in my life have shown me through example how to do that, and I intend with everything in me to live up to those examples. So uh, I want to get together with all of you, uh, hopefully individually, one-on-one, -on -one, uh, or as a group. It might have to be a Zoom meeting, uh, you know, these weird times. But uh, somehow, somehow we're going to get together, and and I want to I want to speak with you, and I want to hear from you, what's going on. So, uh, 
that's one thing that I'm going to be doing. <clears throat> I want to know, uh, I want to get a spiritual feel for the city. Uh, as much as possible, you know, we don't live here yet, but uh, we'll move here in the summer. Uh, but as much as possible, when, when uh, time permits, uh, I want to drive down here, <clears throat> drive around, walk around, uh, and, and pray and, and get a feel for the city. What, what, what are the strongholds? What are, what are people struggling with? Because, <clears throat> excuse me, again, the, uh, the, the, if we don't engage in prayer, if we don't engage in spiritual warfare, all of these organizational things that I'll be presenting are in, in vain. Uh, this is first and foremost a spiritual exercise. The church is a spiritual organism. It's not a, it's not a building. Uh, it's not just a, a PTA get together. It's, uh, it's a spiritual organism and it's filled with the, the spirit of God. And so, uh, we have got to conduct ourselves in this spiritually. And so, uh, Praying and fasting for the city, uh, and, and understanding in the spirit, what are the strongholds? What are people struggling with? Who's the strong man? Uh, because it's going to be a battle. It's going to be, it's going to be a spiritual war. And, um, as much as possible, I want to get us prepared for that. If we're not already. And so, uh, so we want to, we want to, I, I want to do that. Uh, contact those who have been visited or attended here in the past. <clears throat> I just saw some visitor cards. Uh, I think, uh, Sister Parker gave us some information on that as well. There are a lot of people that have come here over the years. Uh, looking, looking through just the records we do have. And I know I've, I've spoken with people. Uh, there are some people in the PA church who, who have attended here in the past or know people that have visited here. And, uh, one guy said, if, if, if we could just get half the, the backsliders back that used to come here, uh, we would definitely need a new building. <laughs> so, uh, there are, there are people who, who need us, who need God. And what, whatever reason they had <clears throat> for walking away is irrelevant. Irrelevant to me. We want to love them. We want to reach them. Uh, we want to see them saved. Because I promise you, I promise you that right now they're hurting in some way. <clears throat> because they're not here. And... Anyway, God doesn't want that. We don't want that. We need to reach them. So those are the first things I want to do is, is just basically to assess where we're at right now. Um, financially, we're doing good. Uh, spiritually, I think we're doing good. <clears throat> Numerically, it may look like we're doing bad. I guess strictly numerically, we are. But like I said uh, this Wednesday, and I believe it with all my heart, we have everybody here that we need to start moving forward. God has, God has given us everybody we need right now. And as the needs increase, God will send more people. I'm leaving that in the hands of God. Uh, our job is to start moving forward. And that's exactly what we're going to do. Midterm plan. <clears throat> Get the body fitly framed together. Uh, there will be some organizational changes. Uh, I haven't seen anything resembling an org chart or anything like that yet. Uh, I don't know if there's anything formally written down like that at this point. But we will present... Uh, I'll be talking with the leaders, and, and we'll try to uh, get something <clears throat> that will work for us together. I have things I've done in other churches. 
but it will be something robust, something that can adapt to uh, a growing church as as we need. So, uh, and the reasons for that, uh, if I may spend just a moment on that, I'll, there are people that, that don't like organizational church per se, uh, and I understand why. Uh, it seems it seems like too businessy or too much like the world, uh, and I get that. But uh, we read in the Bible that first of all, God is a God of order, not chaos. Uh, second of all, we see in the in the Old Testament that uh, Moses had a, a divinely instituted organizational chart, didn't he? He had captains over tens and fifties and hundreds and thousands and etc. And so uh, we will produce be producing something similar to that. And the reason for that is um, <clears throat> if God blesses us and we have a church of 500 people, I'm not going to be able to directly minister every week to 500 people. Uh, and I can't possibly know what's going on in the lives of 500 people. But I can talk to leaders who talk to leaders who talk to those people and uh, information and ministry can flow that way. <clears throat> the pastor will still be connected. I don't care how big this church gets. Uh, that's that's my job. And that is my, my privilege. That is my ministry. Uh, but that will take different forms organizationally. And so we'll talk more about that later. That's not something that's going to happen next week. We are going to find uh, who is supposed to be doing what? what. What are your ministries? What are you called to do? And we're going to fit the right minister in with the right ministry. It is kind of a, I don't know if it's a pet peeve, but I don't like seeing Someone stuck into a ministry because we need someone in a ministry. Okay? I get it. You know, there are times where that has to happen, but I don't like that long-term. I would almost rather long-term just not have the ministry and wait for someone, wait for God to send us someone who's called to that ministry than to stick someone in there who will say yes to their pastor and, you know, praise God for that. I was always the same way. I told him, I'm never going to tell you no. Just don't ask me, please, to do these things. Because I'm going to say yes, and you don't want me in there. (laughs) I was being honest. I would have told him yes, but you don't want me in there. (laughs) So anyway, so I I, I don't like seeing that long term. Short term, you know, I, I get it. Interim, sure, but but long term, I want the right minister in the right ministry, okay? Because that way, you know, the minister is going to be so much more satisfied and fulfilled, uh, and that ministry is going to excel and move forward with the right minister in there. So <clears throat> we're going to do that, getting the body fitly framed together, training and equipping. Uh, we are going to be doing as much of that as we can, and that will take several forms. Uh, we could do more formal training. Uh, we can do uh, small groups, you know, and again, uh, these, these will take shape as we progress. But some kind of training and equipping needs to happen. Uh, and then we release the ministers to excel at their ministries. You will discover uh, that my leadership style is, is kind of hands-off. I would I would prefer to just give the standards to the minister and then let them let them do ministry. If any help is needed, of course I'm always here, but um I am not going to be and I don't want to be real hands-on, real micromanage. Uh I I don't think that's very effective. Because here's the thing, 
as leaders, we're always training our replacement, right? So uh, my replacement, if he's replacing me, I'm not going to be there to micromanage him anymore. So I would rather he had some experience, maybe f- fell down a few times, learn how to fix the mistake, and uh, so that uh, so the Lord Terry and I do move on. He's ready to hit the ground running. Uh, so the Lord Terry and and you're replaced by someone else in ministry. They can hit the ground running. We're going to be training ministry teams to plant churches. Uh, there is a uh, a NAM program called Launch. With well, you're probably familiar with it. Uh, I really want to look into that. <clears throat> that looks exactly like what we're wanting to do. So we can train a complete team to go out and plant a church in a new area. And we already talked about this, uh, sending families with them to support that new church plant. And uh, then we're going to help as much as we can those new churches grow into strong mother churches, and then they can go out and do the same thing. And we'll, we'll kind of be like a spiritual virus. And we'll infect the whole county. That would be fun. That would be awesome. <laughs> so, um, no masks. That's right. Get them off. Get infected by this. <laughs> Amen. So the vision for 2021. Uh, there are... There are a lot of things that are going to be going on, and um, but for the first, for the first probably half of the year, I would imagine maybe more. Uh, I just I just want to see where we're at. I want to see how things are being run. Uh, please don't expect a lot of big changes. Um, I I like change. I like change. I think it's fun. So I can I can throw as much change in as you want. But most people don't like change. I've discovered that. And so uh, any changes that will be made are going to be uh, incremental and as slow as possible. Okay. Um, and there, there's a lot of good reasons for that other than the fact that people don't like change. But that's how we're going to do it. Uh, but the first the first little bit, I'm, I just want to observe. I want to learn. I want to understand how things run around here, uh, and and we'll go from there. I want to get to know everybody. I want to get to know you uh, in a spiritual sense. I want to, to get to know what you're struggling with, what you do you have any questions, any doubts, fears. Is there anything I can do uh, to help out? I want to get a spiritual feel for the city. Uh, we may get into some organizational changes as God blesses us and, and we grow, uh, but we'll see. And then get the body fitly framed together. Get ministers in with the right ministries. And we are all ministers. Amen. Now, uh, a reminder as we go along this process, our path to our destination may change, but our destination will not. Okay? Traveling to Anchorage, there may be uh, bad weather. They close the highways, construction, road outages. May have to take a detour. Uh, that's going to happen with us as well. And so uh, ask that you just be fluid and uh, we'll keep moving forward, uh, just maybe not using the same path as we did last week or last month. But the destination is not going to change. That's where we're headed. Patience in seeing God's plan come to fruition. Hebrews 10.36 says, For ye have need of patience, that after after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. We're going to do what God wants us to do, and then we're going to be patient and wait on him for the promise. Amen. God's plan for this church is so much greater than we could even imagine. But I think he's given us a glimpse of what we have in store. And 
I know it's it's impossible for me to hype up too much what God wants to do through all of us. But at the same time, it can get to be too much because maybe we've heard it before or, yeah, I just don't know. You know, we know that God can, but we're not sure if he will. That's always the struggle with any one of God's promises. Is We understand absolutely that he can. He's omniscient. He's omnipotent. Of course he can. But we're not sure. We're not always convinced that he will or that he will for us. We need to settle it in our hearts that he most certainly will. <clears throat> First Corinthians 2, 9 and 10 says, But as it is written, I hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. And I believe with all of my heart this morning that God has revealed some of these things to us this morning. Uh, the direction that he's wanting us to go, the things that he, he wants to do through this church, through all of you. And again, uh, it's not because I'm here now. It's not because you're here now. Uh, this is this is the plan of God. God's timing uh, is 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 right, uh, and um, God's direction is is going forth based on God's timing. Uh, that's that's really all this is. Again, Brother Jacobs, I think hit it wonderfully. Brother and Sister Parker ministered here for nine years. I think it was nine years. Nine years and poured into this church the word of God. And now we can take that strong foundation, that rock-solid foundation, and, and build uh, what God is wanting us to build on it. And uh, I'm excited. You guys ought to be excited, too, uh, because God is going to do wondrous things here. It is God's perfect will for the church to grow. It is God's perfect will for this city and this county to be evangelized. We understand those things. God died for exactly that reason. And so we can believe that God is wanting that to happen. All we have to do is be faithful, do what God tells us to do, and we can expect in due season we will reap if we faint not. Amen. Let's all stand. <clears throat> Not exactly rah-rah, but uh, that's the direction we're headed. And I am absolutely excited that uh, that is what God wants us to do. I'm looking forward to working with all of you, getting to, to meet you 